What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Movie Morning. Finally, I know it's been a while, but today I'm going to be reviewing X-Men Dark Phoenix on Blu-ray. So, not a 4K disc, just a normal Blu-ray, and I'll compare it to, well, I'm just going to say what I think the 4K could be from what I've seen on the Blu-ray. And from some of the reviews I've read, if you maybe should, if this is a good option or if the movie could look better. And for anyone wondering, the version of X-Men Dark Phoenix I did get was just standard Blu-ray, one disc. I have, I'm not, I, of course, I'm not going to tell the special features, and of course, I'm not going to be reviewing the movie. I'm just going to take a look at the video and audio quality. And with that, let's get into the specs. X-Men Dark Phoenix was shot at 2.8 and 3.4K. It's got a 2K DI, and the aspect ratio is 239 by 1, and audio is in DTS-HD 7.1. With that said... I'm going to get right into the video quality. Alright, let's get on to the video quality. First thing I noticed in this one was that I thought that the colors were a lot more limited. Again, there's no HDR on this because it is the regular Blu-ray. But the colors are a lot more limited, even to compare to some other Blu-rays that have come out this year. Like a movie like, for example, even Detective Pikachu, which wasn't all too colorful, but there were some nice little bright neon lights. Well, this one is almost completely dark except for when the phoenix shows up, and when it does, it looks brilliant on the Blu-ray, I will say that. When the colors are here, it looks great. But there are a lot of shots in here, which look pretty laughable compared to today's standards, like some of the shots with the train, and also that shot where the plane's leaving the X-Mansion, and because of that, I thought the Blu-ray looked even more awkward than in the movie. I definitely noticed it, and this is something that I think the 4K could actually heavily improve on, so that's one aspect where I say the 4K could improve on. The colors were, like I said, pretty held back. But besides that, there wasn't really much banding. I thought it was pretty clean for a Blu-ray. Like, there are some Blu-rays where I thought there were a lot of really noticeable banding. Like, in, in the Avengers Endgame Blu-ray, although a great disc, there is a big improvement on the 4K. While this one, I don't know how much you could really do on the 4K, to be honest. Especially with the limited colors. But I think the black levels will definitely be benefited from the deeper contrast. But... Besides that, I thought that the characters had great detail on them. The costumes look fantastic on this. I, I can only imagine how much better it looked on the on the 4K. But, yeah, so overall, just pretty good detail. But I would say that there was some blurry shots, which I found kind of strange. A lot of the action scenes are a couple shots, like especially the one at the, like where it's at Jean Grey's house. There were a couple shots, which I found a little blurry. Not really sure why. It just it was just kind of strange to me. Something that I think the 4K will be a lot tighter on. But yeah, the video quality for this one was mostly pretty solid, and definitely an improvement over over some of the other from like the kind of some of the other weaker Blu-rays I've seen this year, like Detective Pikachu, which, like I said, the colors weren't as noticeable, but there's nowhere near as much grain and all that in this one. Anyway, with that said. I'm going to get now get into the audio quality. With that said, now we're going to move into the audio quality of X-Men Dark Phoenix on Blu-ray. Alright, so overall the audio on this one was actually pretty active for a, for a, for a, a not Dolby Atmos Mix Force 7.1 DTS HD. And I thought it was great. And I don't know how much the Dolby Atmos track could really give. I thought the final action scene was a lot more restrained than I would have... And I was expecting, I thought that was going to be the best sounding parts, but there was a lot of other parts that were a lot better sounding. Like even the opening scene 
well, the opening action scene, excuse me, where where they're in space, that might have been the best sounding part of the movie. Or whenever the X-Jet comes in, because oh, that sounds great. Also, the helicopter, the scene where Magneto and Jean Grey are fighting for the helicopter, and the helicopter, you know, the chop, it's, it's, that sounded absolutely fantastic. Those were a couple of the scenes that I took note of that looked to, that sound, sounded very good. But there are some, like I said, I thought the final battle was pretty restrained, which I was kind of annoyed by. And there were a couple scenes where I could have used a little dr- some dramatic beats that I'm pretty sure I heard in the movie, but weren't too noticeable when you went on the, like, you know, while watching it at home. And I even tried to, like, play it without the speakers, and I still didn't notice it. I don't know why. that. There's a couple scenes with that which they were removed. I'm not really sure why. I'm not really sure if you know what I'm talking about because it's pretty hard to notice. But, yeah, I need a little more dramatic beat, I guess you could say. But with the musical score, I think for the musical score with this one, and it's by Hans Zimmer, of all people, and I'm not the biggest fan of it. I think it's a little... It's not too, it's not upbeat enough. Like, if you had John Ottman's original X-Men's theme in this, it would have sounded much better, I think. And I think he should have come back to do it because that is the definitive X-Men theme for me and I think for most people. Base response in this was pretty... I mean, it was good when it was there, but I barely... But it was there, there wasn't much, much of it in here. But when it was in, I thought it was actually pretty good. Which was kind of weird because it's technically partly a Disney release, but it's still a movie by Fox. So I was kind of in, I, was, I was kind of shocked to see that honestly. Most of you don't know Disney don't do the best job with um base base unfortunately. But besides that, I think that yeah it was just overall pretty good sounding and you know now let's get on to the score. All right. Moving into my final thoughts, now we're going to be giving the video and audio quality, you know, a rating. So, yeah, so starting off with the video quality, I think for this one, I'm not going to judge it off of Blu-ray. I'm just going to say 1 to 10. Um, and, like, for example, I would probably give the DVD of it, you could say, maybe, like, between a between 2 and 3 or 4. And then you know, Blu-ray is in that bit of a middle up to really high. And then we got the 4K at the very top. And overall, I'm going to give... Dark Phoenix on video, like with the video quality, a 7 out of 10. It looked really good for a Blu-ray. And I don't know how much the 4K can really improve, unfortunately, because I think it already looked really good. But the reason I'm giving it such a low rating is because I think that the there was a little too much noticeable grain and band. Not grain, I mean, it was a little too blurry at parts. And there are a lot of parts with that. And I thought the colors were a lot more restrained in this one, which, again, isn't as satisfying to watch, unfortunately. And with the audio quality, I'm going to give the audio an 8. I was actually very impressed with the audio on this one. Again, not much bass and also no, not really any dramatic beats, but it's very good, especially not for not being a Dolby Atmos track. And I don't, again, like I said, see the Adobe Atmos track really improving on this. So with that said, I'm going to give this disc overall a 7.5 out of 10. This was one of those top-tier Blu-rays. This is one of the highest ratings you could get. I think a Blu-ray could get. So this is fantastic. Anyway, that's it for my ratings. And just to tell you guys of a couple things coming up, of course, today's Tuesday. And tomorrow, instead of my news episode, which I know I've been away for a while. I've been really sick the past couple of weeks. 
and I didn't want to sound terrible. I may still sound terrible now. I'm not really sure, to be honest. But I didn't, I just wanted to, you know, be, like, you know, as kind of, like, as smooth as I normally am, not just talk while coughing the entire episode, like, sound real, anything, like, I have a cold. But, yeah, so tomorrow, which is Wednesday, expect a review of Spider-Man 2 instead of a news episode, because I said, you know, I said every single 25th of the month, we're going to be doing a new Spider-Man review. Also, in October, like I already mentioned in one of my previous episodes, I will be starting a series on Star Wars with a Star Wars review, starting with The Phantom Menace and then Attack of the Clones, even the anthology films leading up to The Rise of Skywalker every single week on a Thursday, one day after my news episodes. But, yeah, so 20, every single 25th of each month, we'll be doing Spider-Man reviews for the next couple of months. And the next one will be tomorrow, which is, will be Spider-Man 2. Yeah, and with... Any other future movie reviews, my review of Joker will drop on October 5th, which is two days after it releases here, and I think one day after the U.S., which is October 5th is a Saturday. And I will next, next month I'll also be reviewing Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, Maleficent 2. Not too excited for it, but I've seen the first one, and there's a couple things which they could tweak to actually make a legitimately good movie. I, will, again, I didn't really like the first one, but... I saw some potential from some of the trailers, but they're also pretty iffy at parts. And then another mo- the final movie that I'll be reviewing next month is I'm most likely going to also be reviewing Terminator Dark Fate if I end up, end up, re- end up seeing it, most likely. And that, those two last reviews will probably come on a Monday because I'm pretty busy like, during the weekends. I don't really get to watch them until like, pretty late in the weekend, unfortunately. So with that said, that's going to be you know, the end of my, this review. Thank you guys so much for listening. Catch you in the next episode.